Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hello. I'm saying this again. Every few episodes, I say this. If you want to email me, you can email me at dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can leave me a voicemail. There is a Google voice number in the show notes. You can leave me a voicemail. And if I enjoy it in some way, uh, I will play it in an episode. And social media, I post pictures. I say stupid things just like this podcast. And that is at dictionarypod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you would be so kind, I would love it if you subscribed and also um, rated and reviewed this. We're almost at episode 900. When we get to episode 1000, you may not have access to the old, old episodes. So go go subscribe. Uh, okay, the first word in this episode is circumambient. Circumambient. C-I-R-C-U-M-A-M-B-I-E-N-T. Circumambient. Adjective from 1633. Bean on all sides. The synonym is encompassing. Circumambiently is an adverb. This is, uh, let's see, from the Latin verb circumambire, which means to surround in a circle. So what would that be? What would circumambient be? It was being on all sides. So if something is encompassing something else, I'm trying to think of a good, interesting, quick example, but I cannot. I mean, if I were to... Uh, lay down and have this blanket all around me. It would be circumambiently. I would be in bed circumambulently. Ambiently? Ambulancely. No. Uh, next is circumambulate. This is a verb from 1606, just transitive. To circle on foot, especially ritualistically. So if you're walking around an area over and over again, especially if it's a ritual, that is, uh, you are circumambulating. Uh, circumambulation is a noun. Uh, that is from the Latin prefix circum plus ambulare, which means to walk. So you are walking around. Next is circumcenter, one word, noun from circa 1889. The point at which the perpendicular bisectors of the sides of a triangle intersect and which is equidistant from the three vertices. It is the center of all the things that are around it. Next is circumcircle. One word, noun from 1885. It seems sort of redundant, circumcircle, because the circum is just means around and about. Around a circle? Let's find out. A circle which passes through all the vertices of a polygon as a triangle. There we go. It's got a polygon, and it could be a triangle, and then there's a circle that is created that goes through all of those points. And sometimes it's easy to do, and sometimes it's not, depending on the polygon. Some polygons, you probably just can't make a circumcircle. Um, okay, the next couple of words are, uh, well, it's an important thing to be aware of and discuss. So, let's say them. The first one of these two is circumcise. C-I-R-C-U-M all the words are going to start that way and then c-i-s-e verb from the 13th century um it is just transitive one to cut off the foreskin of parentheses a male or the prepuce of a or no the prepuce of and then in parentheses a female so the foreskin of a male or the prepuce of a female 
I gotta be honest, I had to look up that word prepuce because our education system and our science is uh, not good at um, making us aware of, of, uh, well, the female genitalia. We know way more about male genitalia than we do for women. Um, so yeah, I skipped ahead. I had to look up prepuce. I wanted to make sure I pronounced it correctly. And um, I'll just read you the definition. Um, it is, well, the synonym is foreskin, but then also a similar fold of skin investing the clitoris or the clitoris. Either one is fine. Um, so yeah, it's uh, circumcision is getting rid of that extra skin around that very sensitive part of the body. And, um, you know, why does this happen? Why is it there? What What's going on? Um, people do this for whatever reasons. We'll get to a little bit more about that in the next word. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seems like it's probably there for reason, but have we figured out what the reason is for both men and women? I don't know. I, I suspect it's more protective. I mean, it's probably protective on both. Yeah, that's probably it. It's for, it's for protection. It's for your protection and their protection. Um, all right, let's just keep on going with this. Number two, to cut off all or part of the external genitalia and especially the clitoris and labia minora of. And then in parentheses, it's talking about a female. So I would assume that technically this number two definition would be for male and female, um, but it's really only the especially portion is just for a female. So yeah, why this doesn't need to be happening? Well, I don't understand why this happens. If Unless there's some medical reason, I, I, I'm not so sure about this one. Uh, circumciser is a noun. Weird Al has a, this is, this is going to take a turn, but it, trust me, it makes sense. Uh, he has a song called Hardware Store, and there's a very funny line in the middle of this really crazy section where he mentions electric circumcisers. <laughs> And that's just, I don't think that's a thing. I hope it's not a thing. Uh, so yeah, I just thought that line was funny. Um, so the etymology says this is from the Latin verb circum cadere, which is from the prefix circum plus caidere, which means to cut. So you are cutting around. That is what's happening. And then the related word is circumcision. Uh, this is a noun from the 12th century. Oh, we've been doing this for so long. Why? 1A, the act of circumcising, especially a Jewish rite performed on male infants as a sign of inclusion in the Jewish religious community. I still don't understand why. What what purpose does that have? Um, and also, why doesn't it happen to the women? Maybe if you're not doing it to the ladies maybe don't do it to the, the men's, you know, I don't know. It's just a thought. Uh, 1B, the condition of being circumcised. And number two, it is capitalized. It is January 1st, which is observed as a festival in some churches in commemoration of the circumcision of Jesus. I don't think we talk about the circumcision of Jesus enough. Um, also, if he was circumcised, I, it wouldn't have happened on January 1st because I think he was born in the summer or something if he existed in the first place. So maybe we should move circumcision to another day. Maybe today, July 15th. I don't know. All right. Uh, have we talked about circumcisions enough? Yes, I think we have. Let's move on to circumference. 
This is a noun from the 14th century. One, the perimeter of a circle. Two, the external boundary or surface of a figure or object. And the synonym is periphery. Oh, what is the what is the formula to figure out the circumference of a circle? Is it, let's see, I think the area is pi r squared. And so I think the circumference is 2 pi r? No, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no squared because that would be area. It could be 2 pi r. I don't know. I used to have that stuff memorized. Um, where were we? Circumference. We read all that. Circumferent. What? How do you say this word? Circumferential. 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 There we go. Circumferential is an adjective. That is a weird, weird word. Circumferential. Uh, is there any particular etymology we want to say? Oh, it's from the verb kirkumfere, which means to carry around. Um, yeah, from kirkum plus fere, which means to carry. So... Oh, I'm just carrying this thing around. You're you're making a circumference around the circle. I'm walking around a circle carrying a bucket. Uh, okay, next is circumflex. That's an F-L-E-X at the end. First form adjective from circa 1577. One characterized by the pitch, quantity, or quality indicated by a circumflex. And then number two, marked with a circumflex. What... What is a circumflex? I can tell you it is Latin from the verb circumflectere. Yes, that is a word. Circumflectere. That means to bend around or mark with a circumflex. Um, maybe the second form of circumflex will give us more information. It is a noun from 1609. Um, oh, okay. It is a mark. And then it shows three different characters on your keyboard. Uh, the two of them, oh, okay, it's very, they're very, very tiny. And I am getting very, very old, and it is a little hard to see them. But the first one looks like that little carrot, that little hat. I think it's uh, down by the question mark, maybe. It's uh, pointing up. Um, then the second mark looks very similar, but instead of a point, it looks like it's curved. Uh, so it's like a little arc. And then the third one, I believe that is the tilde or the enye symbol that's, you know, in, in Spanish, it's on some of the ends. Um, that is in the top left of the keyboard. So it's talking about those three marks. A mark originally used in Greek over long vowels to indicate a rising falling tone. A rising, a rising falling tone. And in other languages to mark length, contraction, or a particular vowel quality. Um, so I know the third one, obviously I mentioned it, it, I mentioned that it sometimes is on ends in Spanish or other languages similar to Spanish. Uh, I know I've seen the other two, but they're, they must be much less common, especially in English. Maybe they're more common in other ones, but yeah, I think the little symbols mean, you know, are you, is your voice raising or lowering the tone a little bit? Uh, that is a circumflex. Interesting. All right. Next, we have circum circumfluent, circumfluent adjective from 1577, flowing round or surrounding in the manner of a fluid. Circumfluous is an adjective. Uh, this is from the verb circumfluere, which means to flow around. Next is circumfuse, 
verb from 1605. We have the number one definition for the word surround. Uh, circumfusion is a noun. Uh, the etymology says it is from the Latin verb circumfundere, and that means to pour around. Pour around. All right. Next is circumjacent. It's like adjacent, but it's circumjacent. Noun from the 15th century, line adjacent on all sides. So usually things that are adjacent, I think they're next to each other. But if something is circumjacent, it's next to the thing all around it. And then the synonym is surrounding. And that's like the first one that we had, uh, circumambient. Ooh, you think that the etymology is going to be similar? It's going to be some other Latin verb? Hey, you would be correct. It is from circum jacere or jacere, and that means to lie around. Just lying around. I'm just circumjacent. Next is circumlocution, noun from the 15th century. One, the use of an unnecessarily large number of words to express an idea. You are very uh, locutious. I think that would be the word. You, you use a lot of words. Sometimes I am locutious. If you have too many words that you don't need, you are circumlocution. Yes, you got to keep it simple. Didn't I just say that recently? Keep it simple, stupid. And then number two, evasion in speech. What does that mean? Evasion in speech? It means you have evaded somebody while speaking to them somehow? So, circumlocutory, circumlocutory, I don't know how to say that word, circumlocutory, that is an adjective. Uh, This is from uh, the Latin circumlocutio, uh, which is from circum and locutio, which means speech. Uh, That's from loqui, which means to speak. And then our last word is circumlunar. C-I-R-C-U-M-L-U-N-A-R. It's the moon, lunar, adjective from circa 1909, revolving about or surrounding the moon, as in a circumlunar orbit. So if there's a satellite going around the moon, it is in a circumlunar orbit. So the words were circumambient, circumambulate, Circumcenter, circumcircle, circumcise, circumcision, circumference, circumflex, circumfluent, circum... No, that would be circumfluent. Circumfuse, circumjacent, circumlocution, and circumlunar. Why are they so hard to say? Um, I am not really sure how to pick one of these. Uh, let's see. Walking around. Um... Basically, you just look at the second part of the word to figure out what it's about. Um, I was very interested by these circumflexes. What would what would be the the plural of that one? So it doesn't say. Uh, this fluent, if fluent around the fuse next to. I don't know. Uh, we'll pick. Uh, we'll pick. Uh, circumambient. I feel like there should be some ambient music. Circumambient. I think now is a good time to read the holidays. It's World Youth Skills Day. So you youths, you got to get some skills. Uh, it is National Secretary Day in Mexico. In the Kanto region of Japan, it is Bon Festival. It's the earliest day in which the birthday of Don Luis Munoz Rivera can fall. 
Also, the earliest day on Galabayrami. Uh, that's Turkmenistan. Oh, by the way, the birthday is in Puerto Rico. It's also the earliest day, uh, Marine Day for Japan, and the earliest day for President's Day in Botswana. In Kiribati, it is Elderly Men Day. In Salermo, Sicily, it is the Festival of Santa Rosalia. And in Brunei Darussalam, it is the Sultan's birthday. Happy birthday, Sultan. Uh, all right, what are the fun holidays for today? It is National Pet Fire Safety Day, and it shows a picture of a bulldog in a fire person's outfit. I'm not sure that that's what they mean. Uh, well, you got to be safe with fire in general, but also for your pets because you don't want them to get hurt. It's National Gummy Worm Day. It's National Clean Beauty Day. And also National Give Something Away Day. Yeah, I don't, I think we all have too much stuff. So just give some, some of that stuff to somebody else who might need it or want it or actually read it or do something with it. I'm telling you, but I'm also telling me. All right, we're going to end the episode. Thank you very much for listening to me. We have essentially finished page 224. Uh, what, what do I say at the end? I don't remember. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.